Hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Tacos and Tequila. I'm Peyton. I'm Sydney. And we are sticking with the spooky theme. I know this is coming at y'all like two days, two days? Yeah, two days after Halloween. But we wanted to give you another Halloween uh, episode, I guess. <laughs> it's always spooky season. Always. I mean, I guess if you, if you really think about it, though, like a true crime podcast is always Halloween themed, right? Yeah, I think we're diving hard into like extra <laughs> spooky, weird phenomenon things. But yes. To, to fit the bill type items. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and it's a, well, it's a Sydney-based case, kind of. <laughs> I'll let, I guess, Sydney, I'll let you just take over before <laughs> I Sydney, Sydney-based? I was like, what does that mean? Does that mean I'm spooky? I was like, <laughs> thinking, no, no, no. <laughs> like, like, last week was a case I picked. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. I'm only a little slow, guys. We were just talking before this about how we're just, like, mentally drained. Work is Ooh. killing us slowly. Yeah. That's true. It's worth, we're surviving. Another day, <laughs> another dollar. <laughs> but we are here to provide another fun, exciting an interesting case. I will say, I think this might be one of my favorite ones so far. Hey. I learned a lot. <laughs> I'm excited but, to hear that. I'm excited to hear what you have to comment <laughs> on, too. And we do have um, a nice little bonus that will happen later, too. Yeah. Stay tuned after our commercial break. <laughs> we'll, we'll be back <laughs> for the bonus part. <laughs> All right. I'll let you take uh take it away here, Sib. All right. A small town with a population close to 15,000 with the most that the city having to offer is a university of Wisconsin Whitewater is Whitewater, Wisconsin. It's located in southern Wisconsin. It's about an hour away from Milwaukee, if you're familiar with the Wisconsin area. Um, It may be this small, cozy town, but the legends and the stories that are surrounding Whitewater haven't given it some quite unique names over the years, including the Second Salem and the creepiest town in Wisconsin. Have you ever heard of... Sorry. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, have you ever heard of Whitewater or, like, anything besides okay. me mentioning it to you? No, and even when we, I, like, knew that this was coming up, I had no idea. Or, like, Second Salem, I've never heard of this. And then I started Googling it and was, like, mind blown that there even is a city called the Second Salem or nicknamed that. <laughs> yes, right? And that's one of those things, like, I didn't, I didn't realize it, like, until... Uh, my friends started to go to like the university and everyone like came back with all these crazy stories that we're going to talk about. Um, but I Why? never would have even, <laughs> never would have even known that. And it is just like this very small town. Like the university is literally like the center of this town. And I feel like most of the people that live there 
either have probably lived there their entire lives or just go to school there. Which is, like, probably really true. And it's really mind-blowing to me. Like I said, I've never heard of it. And even, like, finding information on it, I felt like it was limited for how creepy it is. Yes, it's all... Most of it's going to be word of mouth. They're just stories that I feel like changed over time. Different legends. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. But it's believed that the legends of the town date back to 1889 when the Morris Pratt Institute had been built. The institute had taught spiritualism and is said to even have a seance room in its building. Also... Um, yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's not only a seance room. It said seances took place weekly yes. in an all-white room on the third story of the school. Weekly seances, people. <laughs> it's a lot of seances. Yeah. Makes me think of um Abraham Lincoln's wife having seances in the White House. Oh my god, stop. This is part Okay, <laughs> back to this. What? All right, so this, this is the inst- part of my commentary. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so the Institute does still exist today, and it actually now has a location in the Milwaukee area. Um, I know Peyton had said that she ha- was taking a look and d- digging deep into the Institute, but a look at their page, which does exist, shows their main courses that are offered and explains how one can be a certified medium or a spiritualist healer, which I thought was pretty uh, interesting for some extracurricular activities. Besides the Institute... I, sorry, I was going to say, I like legit am super interested in trying to figure out how to learn how to do this. You just have to come take a class in Milwaukee. There's a legitimate well, like, place we can go. <laughs> I knew that I okay, I know a little bit about spiritualism, but I've never heard of this place before or even this institute, which is wild. I feel like it's kind of like a secret type deal. Have you meant I don't I guess I should have asked this. Have you mentioned like the basis of the school and like spiritualism not in depth no okay can I I yeah you can can elaborate (laughs) so for those of you who don't know so the school was founded basically in these like spiritualism practices and spiritualism is the belief and I guess practices religious practices based on the communication with the spirits of the dead so particularly focused on like mediums and seances and people who believe spiritualism believe that the earth is made of like 50 percent human matter like physical matter and 50 percent spirit matter so there's just as much spirit matter around as there is as like physical matter <laughs> And so the whole point is to be able to, like, communicate with the spirit world. There was just a show not too long ago that came out on Netflix, too, that, like, talks more about, like, the... What is it called? Surviving Death? Netflix talking. I'm going to see. Yes, yes, yes. So Surviving Death had come out on Netflix... Like, earlier this year. I had watched it literally most of it in one day. 
and it's all about like mediums and like seances and like people seeing dead people and like reincarnation but it's like really focused on that spiritualism element okay and it explains like you know they go to like um a conference and like meet all these people that are also like studying spiritualism and like the courses and stuff and it reminds me a lot of like I guess what this Morris Pratt Institute would have been or what it still is so like if you are looking information on this page like about spiritualism it's like I found a page about it and so it basically says it reached its peak growth in membership from the 1840s to 1920s especially in like English speaking countries and by 1897 spiritualism spiritualism was said to have more than 8 million followers in the US and Europe so like during the 1800s and early 1900s this is like the focus people were obsessed with like communicating with the dead and trying mm-hmm. to like reach over into the spirit world and just a name drop <laughs> So there's actually a lot of like really famous people that are like are known to be really involved in this. Um, I mentioned to Sydney before I thought Harry Houdini was and I looked it up. He actually was like a very large skeptic and Harry Houdini spent a lot of his life attending seances and trying to disprove everything. Um, But then like Harry Price was like (laughs) his arch nemesis, (laughs) this guy who was like, very into it and he was in this group called the ghost club alongside charles dickens so like some famous people um sydney mentioned her favorite (laughs) her favorite people mary todd lincoln was super into spiritualism like very into it she held seances at the white house and abe was there all the time (laughs) like fact abe (laughs) Yes. And then Look it up. Uh, it's something interesting. I found that was super interesting is that like even Thomas Edison was really into it. And he at one point was trying to create and invent a spirit phone that would help him communicate with the spirits. What in the fuck? <laughs> it would help summon to the living the voices of the dead and help record them. <laughs> That's so, wild. Like, there's a lot of famous people that were like super into it. And it says that like it really did target like middle and upper middle classes and like the upper class. So I thought that was really interesting too. And I just had to include this little snippet. So like for those of you that don't know about spiritualism, that is what it focuses on. Yes. Good good point. Good addition. I'll let you continue with your stories. I just thought it was important to understand because I think like anything where you're focusing on trying to summon the dead and communicate with them, let alone a school in an area where you do it weekly can be dangerous. (laughs) Probably even though like they're doing seances weekly, but that doesn't mean they're trying to do other stuff like daily. Like they don't have class once a week, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. So that's crazy. But besides the Institute, another local legend to haunt the school focuses around the university itself. There are rumors, and I feel like there's not really any exact story of this, 
that the school's Anderson Library holds a book that is locked in the library's basement. It said that the book is so dark that it made three students and a professor commit suicide. And one of those people was actually like committed and sent to a mental institution. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Um, it's also said that like, if you are to go to the library and ask for the book that everyone's like very hush hush about it and people get like upset with you or are like, it doesn't exist. Like they just deny it. So I don't really know the truth around that one. I wonder if people just get all hush hush and deny it now all weird to like keep the rumors a going. <laughs> or just like they've heard it like every from every freaking student and they're like, okay, just get away from me. Why do you guys keep asking about this damn book? Literally. <laughs> <laughs> like, why? <laughs> but those are not the only stories surrounding the town naturally. Um, like any town, they have cemeteries. They have three different cemeteries, which make up a perfect isosceles triangle based on their positioning. This is also known as the witch's triangle. Besides the locations themselves, the cemeteries are said to be quite creepy. Like I feel like most cemeteries are. One story says that in 1970, the coffin of a little girl was moved from a cemetery to an area on campus. Many people thought that it might have been just some sick joke, but it had been reported that there were strained lights that were seen all above one of those cemeteries. Weird. A little odd. I also uh, saw, sorry, I don't know no, if I'm going to, I'm still part of your thunder, not like the Pratt Institute used to sit directly in the center of the three burial grounds and like the center of that triangle, I guess. So I didn't see that. So that is a good, a good. It says everything was in the triangle said to be haunted as the spirits move from cemetery to cemetery. Oddly enough, the Pratt Institute used to be located directly in the center of the three burial grounds. Cause that was one of the things I was trying to figure out. Cause there is like a bunch of like old, like buildings and stuff that are like sorority and like fraternity houses and stuff that I was assuming it was like one of those but I wasn't able to confirm or deny that so I wonder if that would be like more like I guess that probably would be like a center location because I think the university is considered to be like a center location too huh yeah interesting it's a lot of just weird things that I feel like surround it Absolutely. Sorry, I didn't mean to... No, you're fine. <laughs> um, Mary Worth is said to have cursed the town, and it's also said that she's the real Bloody Mary, and it's said that her final resting spot is Oak Grove Cemetery, which is located in the community. Um, she's seen walking amongst the graves and wandering around late at night. Another spot for the local legends is an old water tower that is located in Starin Park, which is called the Witch's Tower. It said that the tower was a gathering spot where the witches had performed rituals. One factor of the tower is that the barbed wire fence that is around it, the spikes are pointing inward instead of the typical outward as if they were keeping something in rather than keeping something out. And yes, it is. It's like a weird 
there'll be a picture of it too but it's just like a weird looking water tower too that it's in a very odd placed area i feel like that's so creepy and finally what's the creepiest thing that always seems to be under all haunted or creepy towns Peyton? dead bodies true always dead bodies (laughs) but tunnels of course oh my god (laughs) it said that there are tunnels that are part of an underground system that lead to these different sorority and fraternity houses and then go back to the main campus which had actually allowed the witches or supposable spiritualists to move around the town without being seen by the locals weird Yes, and that is something, too, that I know a few people that were in, like, sororities at Whitewater, and they had tunnels, like, in the basement of the sorority houses. And we're, like, they're, like, blocked off, but, like, you can tell that they exist or existed. That's, like, super stressful. (laughs) Well, have you ever been, I guess, have you ever been in, like, um, I'm trying to think, I don't know, do we have those in the States, like, where they, like, underneath the, like, the catacomb type things, like, I'm not even thinking necessarily, like, Paris, like, your sister and I, when we went to, um, Scotland, we went in the tunnels, like, underneath of, um, Edinburgh, and that was pretty fucking wild. All I think of are the closed-off tunnels in Chicago. Yeah, that's true. Oh, well, there's a... We talked about the Vegas tunnels. I want to go in those, too. But those are just, like, homeless people. Hmm. No, I'm just ranting about nonsense. Um, also... Wait, do you have more? No, not really. What do you have to say? (laughs) (laughs) Um... Supposedly, there's, like, a serial killer also buried there. Who? Um, Nellie Horan. Who's Nellie? Did you see that? No. <laughs> Nellie Horan suspected of murdering her father, mother, and her two sisters. Interesting. <laughs> Um, I looked up, like, famous people, but none of them sound familiar to me, so I was like, yeah. Well, there's the one called the Poison Widow. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I think that that, was that her? Is this her? Or I No, assume that so that was, I thought it was the same person, but I think it is different. I think that's a part of uh, Bloody Mary. Really? Mm-hmm. Because I thought that there was something with her. Myrtle like, Shod. What the hell? So Myrtle Shod is said to be the poison widow. Um, she was sentenced to 20 years, it looks like, but she only served five years. And she had poisoned her husband and killed him. Supposedly, she worked at on the campus of Whitewater University, or I think that was it, because it's been around... Whitewater, University of Wisconsin, Whitewater, how long has that been around? A while. We like, let me look. I was thinking if it was in the early 1900s, it's probably the late 1800s. 
Okay, so this was the early 1900s. It was like she was convicted in 1929. It was opened in 1868. Okay, so I think it was this school that she used to be like a cook or work in the cafeteria or something. Mm -hmm. And she like fell in love with the (laughs) student there. Oh, God. Or like they were boarding and that was like a student or someone who took classes there. I have no idea how, but it was like a younger man that supposedly paid her all this attention and <laughs> she killed her husband and she, I think even tried to kill her kids. Um, Originally, yeah, she originally tried to also, like, poison her kids, but then decided not to do that. And then she killed her husband, and she received 20 years. Um, or, like, her her failed attempt to poison her four children, and she tried to kill them all. But she's from Whitewater, and she also, I think, is said to be buried in one of those cemeteries. And then Nellie Horan is also a suspected serial killer who is said to have potentially killed her whole family, <laughs> apparently. Um, let me see. Her mother, so, like, just randomly, suddenly died. And then six weeks later, the father died. And then a week later, one of his daughters died. <laughs> this, I wonder if they, they're, like, I bet you back in the day, they probably said it was all related to, like, witchcraft. Well, yeah, and then another family member died under, <laughs> uh, not, like, the other sister, something like that. And then this the sister who died, like, the most recently one, had died, was complaining about feeling sick for a few days and, like, in so much, like, pain. hmm And, like, her friends had called for physicians, but, like, they couldn't help her and she died. But because of that, they they did, like, an inquest. And they believed that she had been poisoned as well. Oh, yeah, of course. Always. And then that who was left was Nellie. And they always suspected it. She was acquitted in trial. But it seems almost like... um, like a Lizzie Borden setup, <laughs> where like Lizzie Borden was always convicted, but like people always still thought Lizzie did it. Yeah. And yeah. it looks like they always thought she did it too. So like she is another one buried in one of those cemeteries and supposedly her whole family. <laughs> Interesting. So, needless to say, there's just a bunch of fucking crazy ass people and weird shit that it continues to surround Whitewater. Yeah, I saw, like, there's a lot of ghostly sightings. hmm And then Mary Worth, just on a side note, <laughs> um, like you mentioned, like, they believe that might be the original Bloody Mary. No one, it says, like, there are several variations to her story and, like, no one knows exactly where it came from. No. Um, there are accusations that she was an axe murderer, she was a slave torturer, simply a woman who lost her child, the woman who killed her child, just like all the other people that like yeah, potentially think- that could have been. But um 
I thought Mary Worth was like a self-proclaimed witch. Yes, there was some witch-related aspects with her. But I think that like um, the biggest thing, I guess the biggest link, because it is all like hearsay. Like I don't feel like any of the stories like that I was able to find anyway, like give you any information that's Oh, like, some of them said, like, that she might have been into, like, the spiritualism and that she was a witch. And then other ones said that she was just a murderess. So I don't really know what the facts are behind that. Yeah, it's really hard to, like, find. And like you said, I think it is a lot of just, like, legend. (laughs) Like, who was she? Like, someone's grandma is just sitting them down and telling them a story of back in the day that they heard from their great aunt or their grandma or whatever. And then it's just getting passed down. Oh, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, see, like, it, it's not very clear because some of it says she lived in Chicago at first and she used mm-hmm. to keep... Kidnap runaway slaves and torture them. And then other ones say um, she was burned at the stake. Or I think it's very back and forth and it's not very clear. It's one of those ones that has definitely become like this whole urban legend. And so it's really hard to like pick out the the story of. Yeah. And like the story of Bloody Mary herself, I think, is actually like a mixture of like five people. Yeah. Well, like, I don't think it's actually like I one person. See, everything I did see about Mary Worth is like she was a self-proclaimed witch and that she cursed the town when she was executed because she was killed for whatever crime she had. Um and what you said she had cursed the town. She had cursed the town and said if she was not buried in a normal cemetery, she would curse the town or something like that. So that's why she's buried in one of like the main cemeteries <laughs> nothing makes sense in life isn't that kind of wild it reminds me back back to the like like i said last time with the sanderson sisters just about ready to get killed and just start singing songs and everyone starts freaking out she's like i'm in that car the whole town <laughs> just in a singing voice everyone always curses the town yes y'all gotta be more original <laughs> literally find <laughs> something else well I guess that's like all my little snippets and fun facts I'm sure I'll edit out a bunch of my random over tangents trying to read tangents yeah, yeah. I, that was the thing because like I didn't know what to get specific on because I feel like there was a lot of hearsay and I think we might be able to clarify a little of that up at some point with someone else's hearsay. Yeah, I was going to say, we'll definitely, we'll be back after this commercial break. (laughs) And we'll have some additional information. I know it sounds like we were just ranting and um, going on tangents here, but there's a rhyme and reason. So (laughs) we'll listen to the ad, come back, and we'll have something fun for you all, I guess. Yes. Okay. Well, welcome back from our little commercial break there. Um, Sydney, I know you teased that we had a, I guess, not necessarily special guest, but a special surprise. surprise. But it's a special guest. (laughs) 
Um, so today with us, we have a friend of mine, uh, Brianna. If Brianna, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, tell us something fun about you. Hello, everyone. My name is Brianna. Um, I am extremely short, so I'm fun sized. <laughs> and I guess that's my fun fact. <laughs> Perfect. And so this the case that we did this week was Second Salem or Whitewater, Wisconsin. So what's your fun link to Whitewater or connection to Whitewater? So I did my undergrad at Whitewater and spent a little too much time there, uh, but definitely a great time. <laughs> awesome. So all of the craziness that kind of surrounds Whitewater, um, Peyton and I kind of talked about some of the stories with the Pratt Institute and some of the ghosts and the witches that are supposedly wandering the grounds. Um, have you, like, are these stories like that on campus, like, they're just kind of, like, common knowledge, like, that people are just, like, whispering about? Um, or is it just, like, a certain group of, like, weird kids know about these stories? Or is it just everyone? <laughs> I I feel like, because my freshman year, I, like, looked into it and then went deep down the rabbit hole into, like, all of the stories that I could find on the internet. And I feel like there is like a solid group of people that know about it, but there's still a lot of people that'll be like, wait, I never knew that like actually happened or I never knew that's what that's based on. And I'm like, how did you not know? <laughs> so I, yeah, that's it's kind of crazy like that common. not everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not just like a common knowledge or like even like the Pratt Institute, like nobody really knows about that. That's crazy. And then you have us weirdos who, like, go deep down a rabbit hole and, like, look into every possible thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I was going to say, that was one of my questions, too, when Cindy and I were going through everything. Like, I had never heard of this place before. And obviously, I'm not from Wisconsin, but it seems like it would be a big deal. <laughs> so, I was like, does everyone know about this? Or, like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I don't almost like ignorance is a bliss at some points because like <laughs> I like whitewater you feel safe for the most part walking alone um but then it's like three in the morning and you're walking alone and you have to walk past like a graveyard in the middle of campus and you're like this is it <laughs> oh yeah that's for sure creepy <laughs> this is the end this is where I get taken out on a side street and end up in some spooky movie yep oh yeah <laughs> So I guess like leading off of that then, so living at Whitewater, did you have any crazy experiences or experience any of these things yourself? Um, I, it was mostly when I was in the dorms. So I lived in the Wells Towers, which is like the most haunted towers in Whitewater. And it sits right by like the Witch's Tower and where they did their seances. Um, And I remember I was living on the 10th floor, which is like the most top floor you can live on and my roommate and I had our beds lofted and I had like must have had a really bad migraine that day so I made a fort in my like a blanket fort on my bottom bed and we were across the room at our desk talking and like doing homework and we look over and the blankets start like moving outwards and we're like okay the window's not open 
Like, it's not a point where the air is going to be on or the heat's going to be blowing. And we're, like, watching it, and it just comes out towards us and sits there for a little bit. And then, like, like all of a sudden just goes back. And we're like, what the heck? And we're like, okay, did you see that? And she's like, I, I think I saw that. And I was like, I think I did, too. And then it did it again, and we, like, absolutely ran out the room. We're like, no! <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. No. I don't want to be involved <laughs> in any of that. Oh, yeah. We, like, I don't think either of us slept there that night. We're like, I don't think I can sleep there, like, knowing what just happened. I would never return. I would drop out of school and be gone forever. (laughs) This is the end. Literally. (laughs) It was, yeah, there was, I hated, honestly, the Wells Towers were, they were creepy. They were very creepy. I remember, like, sometimes I, like, you and I don't know if it was just, like, sleeping in a different place that's not home, but I'd, like, wake up in the middle of the night and feel like I had this, like, dark figure at the bottom of my bed, and I'm like, nope, okay, just gonna pretend that's not there. <laughs> oh, yeah, or, like, I would have, uh, I'd have to get the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, like, um, they're my friends. I never heard it because it didn't happen on my floor, um, but it was, like, the fourth floor. My friends would hear, like, little girls running down the halls, and they're, like, okay, it's, like, three in the morning, like, there's no children around, and, like, they could hear, like, the laughter and, like, the, like, footsteps running back and forth. No, absolutely not. Nope. (laughs) No, I would leave town. I would pack my items, the few items I could fit, and I'd be, like, all right, y'all, this is it. We're out. Never returning. Literally. (laughs) Yeah. Um, as like, so there's, I don't know if you guys talked about like all the old houses at all in, uh, the tunnels that go underneath them. We did. So that is one of the things that we, um, mentioned, like how they go like underneath like the fraternities and the sororities and they're supposed to like lead back to like Wells Tower and something else. But yes, that was something we did go over a little bit. Okay, um, one of my friends actually lived in one of the sororities, and, um, they, uh, it was the one where, like, the tower, like, or the tunnel exposed itself, kind of, and, like, had the, like, rumbles, and all of a sudden, they're like, oh my god, there's, like, a tunnel in our basement, and that was, like, years before they got there, but that, the Alpha Sigma house it is, is extremely haunted, um, they say it's like the ghost of like the founding, the founder of Alpha Sigma. But whenever they swear and they're in their like chapel area, um, something always like hits them or like they like bite their tongues type of thing. And so like they always have to say sorry if they ever swear in the house. Oh, oh my god. god. So you're like walking on eggshells in your own home. Yeah. I mean, like it was yeah (laughs) is that one of the things too like with the tunnels like can are they I know you said it like like it crumbled or whatever but like are they visible like if or have you heard anything about that like where people will go like in the basement of these houses and like you can tell there's the tunnel or are they like built up to cover them now no they're definitely built up because like I mean you have your college basement parties and I've never seen one (laughs) And for two years, I lived in, like, one of the oldest houses in Whitewater. Um, It was, like, the tree in my front yard was the founding, like, spot of Whitewater. And the city was built around the tree. 
And I mean, it was, it was, yeah. (laughs) yeah. It was my side of the house wasn't bad, but the back side, like my neighbor's side, had the basement. And for like, there was just all the weird vibes in there. (laughs) This is like so mind blowing to me. And I know Sydney is obsessed with like underground tunnels and suspicious behavior. (laughs) But like, I've never genuinely, like, it just genuinely didn't cross my mind that there are, like, legitimately cities like this. And so, it's, that's so creepy to me to think about. And who knows what kind of activity is, like, linked to that. It's true. Yeah, it's, it was interesting living there. I feel like... (laughs) Maybe that's why everyone drinks so much. No. (laughs) Played off as, no, I was just drunk. I didn't see that. It could be. It could be. Well, and if all these tunnels are closed off, that makes me think, um, what is still in the tunnels, Peyton? There's got to be things in the tunnels. (laughs) We talk about this every time there are tunnels. (laughs) I am obsessed with it. I just think they're creepy. They're so weird. And, like, I feel like every, like, large city has tunnels and then there's like these little smaller town or smaller cities that have like just weird also tunnels i mean weird shit happens in the tunnels well and i was gonna say in a smaller city like this too where like it is extremely like sounds extremely haunted at least there's like there's got to be some sort of link (laughs) it makes it even worse so much worse. I guess, like, I'm curious. Do do the city and, like, the residents, do they lean into the Second Salem thing at all? Like, do they do any, like, fun festivals? Or, like, I think I saw ghost tours now, but I'm not sure if that's always been a thing or anything like that. Did you experience anything while you were there like that? No, unfortunately, I did not. I think they had, like, Halloween night, I want to say, like, three or four years ago, they started doing the ghost tour, but they only do it once a year. Um, I mean, like, the only thing that people really lean into in Whitewater is the Second Salem Brewing Company, which kind of, like, they have their beers named after certain things around the area and certain, like, Oh, God, what is the word I'm looking for? Um, myths, I guess. <laughs> like, they have, like, the beer of the Beast of Bray Road. and Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, they, I think that is the only, like, company or, like, even people around that really lean into the spookiness of Whitewater. That's interesting. Because, Sydney, remember when we talked about, like, the Flatwoods monster? And- yeah. Like, the whole city, they have, they, like, lean into it. And even, like, where Mothman was sighted, they lean into it. And I just was curious. It could seem potentially, like, um, a way to get tourism up, I guess. Yeah, I I think they should lean into it a little more. I know that they did, they were going to do a movie on it, and then it stopped production. And that was probably, like, seven years ago at least (laughs) wow i'm gonna have to google why they might have stopped production (laughs) spooky yeah (laughs) sydney was there any other questions in particular you could think of 
No, I think those were my main ones right off the bat. Did you have anything else? Not really. I just really wanted to know, like, your experiences, and it definitely sounds like (laughs) you had some. Yes, I think that was the biggest thing. Yeah, my freshman year was a little creepy, but it got a little better as time went on. I think more is like you got off the campus and kind of farther away. I feel like the middle of campus was just like all of it. (laughs) That's interesting. But I think we did kind of talk about it, Sydney, where like the school was pretty center around all that creepy things that they were saying could potentially be going on. Yeah, the main center points of chaos. Yeah, and then you said the cemeteries are, like, on campus. Or they, like, there's No, there's one, like, smack dab in the middle of campus. And so you have, like, your Wells Towers are on one side of campus, and then you have, like, the six-pack on the other side. And walking from, like friends dorms on one side of campus you have to walk past the cemetery oh my god (laughs) oh yeah I remember one night it was probably like three in the morning and I'm walking back by myself and like just feeling already creeped out walking by myself at three in the morning and as I'm walking past the cemetery, like, a garbage can across the parking lot falls and starts, like, rolling across. And I just start running at that point. I would have, too. <laughs> no. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm so I'm so stressed hearing these stories for you. <laughs> because I have no idea how I would have reacted but I probably would not have been as calm as it sounds like you were. No. And that's the thing, too. Like, I like to, like, he- read about ghosts and, like, hear all the creepy stories. But it's, like, if I was actually that experience, I'd probably literally shit my pants. Like, there were some moments. Like I said, there was a lot of running. Uh, <laughs> a lot of Trying to cope with it. <laughs> that's insane. Literally. Remember when we were sick? When we went to go stay at the Fister, and I was like, okay, but I'm going to be honest. If something does happen, like, I'll go sleep in the fucking car. I'm not staying here. <laughs> I know that was Nothing the happens. point of it, but we weren't, I was not ready for it. <laughs> Brianna stayed at the Fister a couple of weeks ago. Did you have anything happen to you? You there? No. Did nothing happen? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I was very sad. Like, trying Too to ghost quickly. hunt in the Fister, nothing happened. <laughs> I thought about staying there last night again, and I was like, I don't know about Halloween night there. That's oh, true. Yeah. That could be it. That could be spooky. Man, I'll have to plan a trip back maybe next year. That's actually really smart. It's probably extra creepy. But I'll have, like, a backup plan so I can get the fuck out of there if something does happen. <laughs> You'll have a room at, like, the Holiday Inn across the street, too. Yeah. <laughs> My house isn't that far from there. We could just stay here. You just all run. <laughs> Running down the streets in Milwaukee to Brianna's apartment or house. Well, all I right. guess those are all the questions I have. Yeah, same. If you don't have anything else you want to throw out there, Brianna, I think we'll give you a, a joke and a fact. All right, I'm ready for it. Sydney was waiting for like an audience again because she thrives. So, 
no pressure or anything, Sid. <laughs> I know, and now I'm questioning this. I'm like, I don't know if this one's that good. Um, <laughs> Brianna, are you a taco? Um, no. Cause you're, cause you sure talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> All right. Your and... mom sent, your mom sent us a funny one too, but it's not really like a full joke. Did you see it, Sid? She always be sending nonsense. Mom. I know you're listening. Um, she said, hold on, let me see if I can read it because it was, I just read it before we started recording and I got a good chuckle. She said, there's no room in my life for BS unless it's burritos and salsa. <laughs> I just saw that. Oh I was like, man, okay, so we got two jokes True. today. <laughs> double the laughter, double the fun. <laughs> And did you know that in the last 10 years, tequila volume has grown by 72%? I could say I, I might help contribute to that. <laughs> I think that was like the, the good, the best comment afterwards. Like, who out there, if you are contributing to this, the, the volume rising, can you please raise your hand for me? <laughs> I was also going to say, I'm probably like, not surprised by that because so many restaurants incorporate like frozen margaritas in their menu and things like that and I'm not gonna lie I very very rarely pass on a frozen margarita so I also feel like anytime I go out like most people if they're not drinking fireball they're drinking tequila (laughs) (laughs) like that's everyone's shot of choice shot of choice for no reason oh can't do it that was a good fact, though. I appreciate that. Was. that. I, I enjoy that one. The facts have been rough lately, people. Really rough. I mean, you can only go up from last week's. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great fact, okay? In case you didn't hear it, Brianna, she said that, what was it? Something about lettuce is 100%. Celery- Celery is 95% water and 100% not tacos. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was like, I mean, okay. <laughs> it was listed on the internet. I mean, it's true. So I think it's fact, <laughs> right? I can't get over it. I'm going to bring it up all the time now. <laughs> I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I'll wear it. Man. Well, I guess that's all we've got today now. Um, Thanks for joining us. Yes, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to listening to this. Yay! And it comes out, for those of you that will be listening, hopefully you already see this, but it comes out right after Halloween, the Tuesday after. But we wanted to keep the spooky theme alive. Because spooky always, time can be any time. It's always spooky season. Yes. Especially when you are on a true crime podcast. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got. So I guess we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. 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 Thank you again.